Last time on Montreal Sauce. We'll put a little The More You Know jingle on the end of that. (laughs) (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Keep your limbs safe. Yeah. I feel like when I first got those knives, I actually did cut myself. And it was such a clean cut that it didn't bleed. It was like a paper cut. Yeah. It's like, ow, this hurts. Yeah. But it's not bleeding. Yeah, it's pretty fantastic. But yes, I remember your question show. Mm-hmm. Someone asked you again, like what we were talking about with your troll, about your fingers. And yeah. you said you almost took one off with a knife, right? Uh, like- yeah. Like, <laughs> so thankfully, not since the show started. But this uh, was many, many years ago. I was cutting a bagel with a dull knife. Dun, dun, dun. Um, and, or it was serrated or something. I don't know. But I was cutting a bagel and just kind of sawing through. And then the bagel slipped the knife slipped and it almost cut off my thumb which is my biggest little nubby finger that I have um but it didn't even really go more than halfway it just was really traumatic and super scary and uh there was a lot of blood <laughs> a lot of blood but I didn't even need stitches it was no. oh, okay, it was good. fine yeah 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 I almost cut off a finger when I was working at Cobbs with the bread slicer and it got caught in between um the blades in the back and I you can kind of see the scar. I had a couple stitches from the top of my middle finger on my right hand. Whoa. They had to shut the bread slicer down that day, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Fumigated. Seriously, yeah. It's pretty epic, yeah. So, Yikes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's thankfully, those are my two gory knife uh, cutting stories. I haven't, I haven't shed any of my own blood on the show. Um, and I will knock on wood for that also because that would, yeah, maybe that'll happen. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. That's the Halloween episode. Could be. Yeah. Stump cam's got it all. Oh God. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's just, yeah. Yeah. I kind of like, I mean, obviously I wish you no harm, but thank you. The fact that like you almost <laughs> lost the tip of your middle finger, that would have been interesting. Like people yeah. would be like, so, and you're like, oh no, I was born like this, but this over here, I joined the mob and something went wrong. I couldn't pay a bill. And <laughs> Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so where do you find your recipes? Mm, all the places in the world so multiple sources um some recipes i make up or i will think of a thing i want but it's not vegan or gluten-free and i will veganize or glutenize gluten-freeize it um with different ingredients other recipes i will get inspiration from online. So there's a number of like really awesome vegan and gluten-free food blogs that I follow. Hot for Food is an awesome vegan blog um, and YouTube show. Uh, Minimalist Baker is incredible. Um, oh, She Glows has amazing cookbooks and uh, a blog online too. Um, I have a couple of the Thug Kitchen cookbooks. Um, and so those are kind of like my starters. Like that's where I'll start. And if I can't find what I'm looking for, I will kind of look around and take about four or five recipes of the same type of thing and I'll mash them together and then just take what I like out of them. Right. Kind of like how I did that for the pad thai recipe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so sometimes I will just follow it to the T because it's like a new thing I'm trying and other times I'll just kind of make it up and not measure as I go. <laughs> um, 
or other recipe inspirations will just come from a craving. I'm just like, I really want some bananas right now. Actually, that's a lie. I never crave bananas. Uh, like, I really want, you know, asparagus. And then I'll make, like, asparagus risotto or whatever. Mm. So, yeah, it, it the internet has been wonderful for coming up with recipes. And then I do a lot of crowdsourcing on Facebook, too. I'll just be like, oh, okay. what about blah, blah, blah? And people give me amazing ideas. That's cool. Um, so I can kind of cater to what they want to see, but also what floats my boat too. So yeah. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> uh, yeah. So hmm. Mm-hmm. what do you want to see on this show? That's a great question. What food do you like to eat? <laughs> well, it's funny. I'm like you or I'm just like, eh, it's close enough. Like I used to be pretty like uh, anal about like, getting it right like one third cup like oh yeah and now i'm just like yeah whatever like especially if i'm comfortable with the recipe yes but since yeah. i do have that sweet tooth and i'd like to do baking it's like you can't do that with baking <laughs> oh, no no like there's a big difference between a tablespoon and a teaspoon and baking like yeah. the difference between like fucking like yeah. yeah so yeah totally it's the difference from like Making like a cupcake and a souffle. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, definitely. Make it stop. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but the risotto episode, too. Yeah. Uh, that was, I really got a kick out of that because I have like a risotto recipe that I do every now and then. And like you in the show, my risotto recipe uh, always catches me off guard. I'm like, yeah, I think I'll do risotto. And then I'm like, oh, shit, this takes a long time because you have to add in, like, all the, you know, like, the a little bit at a time. Yeah, and, and you like, can't oh, rush it. You no. cannot rush risotto. Like, you got to have time. Make sure you have a book on the go or you have some thinking that you need to do. Set set that time aside and do your thinking while you're doing your risotto. Like, just stir. zen out and stir it in and... uh yeah, or like watch some Netflix, do what you need to do because it's worth it. It just, yeah, it takes forever. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm a bit impatient, so I want it now. But then the rice is hard and you just, yeah, I have to chill out when I make risotto. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good dish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the problem, especially like today is because we're all so quote-unquote busy or mm. like we, we have this like we're on the go lifestyle and you can't stop me like that when you're hungry, you just want to eat now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. like oh i'll make risotto for dinner well i better start that at 320 well <laughs> yeah know? and like my trick for that though is like when i cook for a show um most of the time i will try and cook so much that i have got incredible leftovers or when i cook a, a regular meal for myself like breakfast or dinner or whatever I will keep those leftovers because that shit's going to be real good in two hours or when I wake up in the night and I'm hungry or Mm -hmm. I'm in a rush or whatever. Um, So my fridge is constantly packed with amazing leftovers. So then when I do want to make a risotto, I can like eat a pre-dinner so I don't get too hungry and then I can have my real dinner after it's done. So that's kind of how I try to plan ahead. So I'm not like, yeah, getting too hungry or just getting takeout or whatever. (laughs) <laughs> which is fine sometimes but sometimes it's nice to have a nice freshly cooked meal so, this yeah. message brought to you by taco bell with the fourth meal right. <laughs> <laughs> remember those commercials where they're like it's time for fourth meal <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, so good. uh yeah so uh cooking is fun 
But like the podcast that Paul and I do, I mean, we pretty much hate each other now, but uh, like the (laughs) the podcast now, it's, it's, uh, it's all about like so much more fun with a guest. So like, what's the difference with like having a guest on your show and then just doing it yourself? Is it? Mm. Well, with a guest, it's, there's obviously more planning because you have to like make sure that they're free at the time that you want to cook. You got to schedule so they can come to your house. So Mm. scheduling it, you know, it's coming when I cook on my own. I rarely know what's coming. I'll just be like, Oh, today's the day we're going to make this blah, blah, blah. And then I just make it happen. Um, which is nice. But with a guest, you kind of pre-plan, you pick your recipes. Um, and then it's like, a total wild card. You don't know what is going to happen. Like you really, and even when I'm cooking by myself, I don't really know, but you have a bit more control over the the pace and the flow and what you want to say. Um, but yeah, with the guests, you're just like, I, I do a lot more laughing with guests because they're so funny or they don't think they're funny, but they're super fucking funny. And I'm just like trying not to laugh, but like keep the recipe going. Like um, there's a rest, there's a episode coming out, I think it, tomorrow it's coming out. I'm going to uh, publish it with my friend Natalie. And she, I knew that she was funny, but I did not know she was this funny. So practically the whole episode, I am just like crying, laughing as we're like cooking with our feet and our stumps. And we're just like, ah. So yeah, they're a lot more uh, wild card, kind of off the cuff adventure stuff. It's, it's really great. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I was going to ask you, like, um, have you had anyone who you were like, like your friends, you're just like, oh, my God, we're going to have so much fun. And then they were the kind of person who were like, oh, my God, camera freeze. (laughs) Uh, No. Yeah. Like I the way that the guests work on the show is um, there's still not a lot of planning. Like they just kind of come out of the woodwork like a friend will mention like, Hey, it'd be nice to do this with you. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds great. And so like the people that present themselves are the ones that just end up working perfectly. Like they're just meant to be there. So it's never forced. And people, I try to create a really comfortable environment where people can feel they can be themselves and feel safe. And um, we never do anything that people don't want to do. And we just have, yeah, lots and lots of fun. So I don't think that's ever really happened. People always surprise me. Like they just, I, I love that. They just like, they bring out, um, new parts of me with them. And I feel like the show cooking with someone is, is like, it's almost like a date or like a, a first, you know, coffee friendship because you're getting to know them on camera and getting messy. And like, it's all of the things. It's, it's an incredible way to get to know people. Yeah, it's like an intimate kind of setting, cooking yeah, together. Yeah, yeah for, sure. for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I so, don't like that laugh. <laughs> or maybe I do. It was a nice little giggle. <laughs> Tell me what's on your mind. Uh, no, I was just, I was laughing because, like, I thought the question was kind of silly to begin with because, like, I'm I'm the uh, as I keep making this joke for some reason with you and Paul like I'm the old person so I'm from that generation of people the last one who are like oh I don't want to you don't want to see my driver's license picture and now people are walking around like taking pictures of themselves every five minutes yes, right yes so, so yeah like that's the uh, the difference I think is mm, uh, that mm-hmm. like and plus like you said like there are cameras everywhere like today so people aren't as like camera shy or whatever unless like they've murdered someone or right yeah which yeah Yeah. for sure which Which they wouldn't be on your show no no they (laughs) they really wouldn't (laughs) 
Not at all. And I think also like in my studio, I'll call it a studio, which is my kitchen. Like it doesn't look like a typical, like it's very um, unassuming. Like I use my, I use my iPhone and like a small tripod. I use like lamps. Like there's nothing like quote unquote professional looking. And so it's like you're in a regular kitchen. So it's nothing super overwhelming. It's like your comfortable podcast space. Like this doesn't seem super scary to me. It's <laughs> nice and accessible. So I like that. Nice. Thank yeah, you. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> it helps people on. feel safe and like, you know, because you don't need to be super technical and professional to be, to have a good time. You can just be super laid back and uh, unpolished. And I think that that's more honest and helps people kind of be relaxed about it. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We actually had a friend of ours who's been on the show a couple of times, uh, Dan, who was telling us like um, uh, that, you know, he did a podcast for a while, but he also did like this video show for a while. And that was super hard to get guests on Mm -hmm. like you're doing because Mm -hmm. people were like, oh, I don't want to be on camera. Like, say something wrong or whatever like that. Like, it's so much easier to invite someone on an audio podcast. Oh, I can do whatever I want with my hair. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess I maybe I take those uh, I take those um, ideas into the show anyway. I still do whatever I want with my hair. I don't wear a bra. I leave makeup on from the night before. Like, I wear dirty clothes and that's probably, um, yeah, helps to make it a bit safer for people as well, too. And plus, I never, I would never force anyone. I would never be like, ah, you got to be on the show. Come on. They're like, ah, I'm so scared. No. It's like, you know, we just do what we want to do. Well, nice. yeah, and it goes back to something, like, that you brought up earlier and something that I'm dealing with uh, personally, but, like, the mental health, right? Like, mm-hmm. yep. if you're going to do your show and present someone you're not, then you Ugh. have this added stress yeah, on you, right? Sure. So just to, like... Yeah. Wear your Ninja Turtle shirt. And yeah, make Ninja Turtles for yeah. life, yo. No, it's it's so true. And I think that's why it's been so sustainable. And it's why it's been something that's been a product of, like, uh, a source of joy for me. Is because I can bring all of myself. I can bring, um, like, even though I'm cooking and I'm bubbly and I, I'm full of joy, I'm also, like, very sad and very depressed. And it goes up and down as I navigate, like, my depression um journey um but like it's also nice to know that like okay yeah i have depression but i can also have joy at the same time and like there's no one way to be depressed and there's also no one way to be happy and um i can be a complex human i can be a a human with depression with a stump who's a vegan all of these things all at the same time um and i'm like it's also helped me kind of realize that for myself and learn more about who i am and, and how i present myself as authentically as I can. Um, it's like, yeah, I've, I'm just discovering that now, actually. It's like the show is like the way that I can get to that, that, that more authentic, like, yeah, like fullness, fullness of being, which is f-ing awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I think I put this on my Twitter the other day. Like I, over the last couple of years, I've like trained my friends to expect me to show up in like sweatpants and no bra and like my hair not done. Like, whereas like five or 10 years ago, especially when I was in like, you know, quite professional job situations, like there's no way, like I would feel weird if I was caught, you know, in a Mm -hmm. shopping mall, like, or like a grocery store in sweatpants. But now I'm like, yep, this is it. And I just love it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I wish I could be that way. That's probably why I like the show. You just got that market from me. Yeah, yeah. Sweet. That's awesome. it's like inspiring to me. Like I always say I want to be genuine, but then it's just like, oh, um, 
I'm 40 something. I should probably not just wear a t-shirt today or something. Well, you, you seem know, pretty like... genuine to me. Well, let's go shopping in our sweatpants. <laughs> there let's, we go. Let's go to the farmer's market. We'll put I on like sweatpants. It. We let's both not wear a bra. Cool. Cool with that. We'll both mm. not wear a bra or do you need, well, whatever. It's all you, you do. You all do me. <laughs> <laughs> I do need support, but <laughs> it's all good. Like friendship support. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, we we can sure. do that together for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Actually, I've been losing a lot of weight. So my moves are. Yeah, I don't need that much support. You're okay, right. yeah, yeah, cool. <laughs> right, all right. <laughs> um, this is going to be a good show. Yeah, catch us at the next local farmer's market. Yeah. No bras, no... No, we'll have pants on. No bras, hair not done, it'll be great. Sweatpants. Yeah, I, Sweatpants. I haven't done my hair in like a month. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Um, so... Paul and I, as I said, are film school rejects. And, of course, everyone knows the uh, rule anyway that you never work with kids or animals. (laughs) It's working out really well for you, isn't it? (laughs) I didn't know that was a rule. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's working out incredibly well for me. The kids and animals are my favorite guests. Of course. (laughs) Yeah, they're fantastic. Yeah, those are the best shows for sure. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're just fantastic. They're just, yeah, ridiculous. But, th- but then again, that goes back to your point that you're embracing who you are and what you're doing. Yep. And you're enjoying it. Yep. And so, like, I think the Hollywood rule of no kids or animals don't do that is <laughs> yeah. because it's unpredictable. You're trying to make a commercial about puppy chow. And if the dog runs to the left instead of the right, now we have to redo it again. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. So. And for me, if I'm making that commercial, I want the dog to do whatever the dog wants to do. And like, right. you know, my show will kids will drop stuff or they will have an idea. And it's like. Yep, let's do that. Like, uh, Ethan and I, um, when we made pizza together in a couple episodes ago, like, we had almost like a pizza sauce food fight in a way where we were just like smashing the pizza sauce onto the, the dough stuff. And it was just like getting everywhere in my house. Like, it was fantastic. You can't plan that shit. Like, it was just like, <laughs> and then for weeks afterwards, I would be like, oh, there's another thing of pizza sauce. And it just, um, yeah, I can't think of another word other than joy. Like just to have that kind of spontaneity um, when you're cooking beautiful dishes with these tiny humans. Like they're yeah, I love the unpredictability of it. Same with you, Paul. Right? Like you're uh, <laughs> you're no you're no longer a fan of that rule with your two daughters, right? Correct. <laughs> <laughs> you love the crazy stuff they do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Embrace it. <laughs> <laughs> Earlier today, they were uh, they were criticizing my fashion sense, and they're mm. three and five. Wow! So that got that starts huh. to kick in early, I guess. Yeah, they got their opinions. Yep, yep. It's <laughs> great. I don't know where I would find it now, but I remember a couple of years ago, someone posted something probably on one of these social feeds, and I you just made me think of it. Paul it was like some woman who let her like three or four year old son dress her every morning. <laughs> For like a week. And she went to work. And so like one day she's wearing like one gold shoe and one pink shoe. And she's like, this is what he wanted me to wear. You know? Yeah. Fantastic. That is so fantastic. I thought that was a great idea. So you should try that, Paul. It'd be kind of fun. Do it. They know what they're doing. Yeah. Well, I came home and I switched out of work clothes into like going to bum around the house clothes. And so I have this like red pair of shorts because it's finally warm in Michigan, and so I'm going to wear shorts, damn it. And, um, and uh, like, a plaid, it's, like, purple and uh, and blue and green. It's, 
it's obviously hideous, but it's fine, uh, you know, for wearing around the house. It's great and comfortable. <laughs> and I came downstairs and, and my youngest daughter uh, looked at me and said, what is that? And I was like, what is what? And she's like, what are those colors? <laughs> <laughs> what are those colors? And oh, then my so old, the, the older said, the, those do not match, which is awesome. Wow. Fashion sense. That's right. That's so great. Mm, I see. Um, <clears throat> so how do you feel after you tape an episode? Are you like exhausted or are you totally amped up? Uh, yeah, mostly I'm totally amped up. Like I've, I have a wonderful meal I can eat because we've just created <laughs> some like magic. Um, I, uh, I use the energy that I have from that, uh, experience to like quickly clean up my kitchen. Cause if I don't mm-hmm. do it right away, then I'll crash and get kind of tired and then it'll just be dirty for like 24 hours, which is also fine, but it's just easier to cook in a clean kitchen I find. But so yeah, I'll clean up and um go for a nice brisk walk and let it sink in because it's like honestly the best part of my day is filming an episode um editing is is brilliant because you get to relive what you got to create um during that time it's fantastic but in the moment there's nothing better than i think doing what you're meant to do in that moment of your of your life and this is it for me and um it's it's kind of a recent discovery too that this is like what i'm meant to do and so i'm um just coming into that awareness and just loving it. It's, it's incredible. It's super <laughs> euphoric. It's like finishing a marathon in a way, but you're not right. super tired, but you still eat all the carbs anyway. You know, you're just like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a good experience for sure. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want to stump. Yeah. Well, you can borrow mine anytime you want to. Oh, nice. Yeah. Did you want to touch it? <laughs> Do you want to squeeze it like this? Wait, I can squeeze it? Squeeze it, like, really, t- like, squeeze it, and I'm going to move it. Ready? Oh, nice. Doesn't that feel the coolest? That is cool. Yeah, it's got, it's a nice stress reliever if my friends get stressed out. They're like, can I squeeze your stomp? I'm like, yeah, okay. And then they squeeze <laughs> it, and I move it, and they just, it just lights them up. So it's a nice uh So it's like a, like a living stress ball kind of a thing? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Amazing. It's a living stress ball. Mm-hmm. For sure. And, but I will mm. say, like, you, you got to ask before you touch a stump. Mm. Like, I'm pretty good about it with my friends and stuff, but don't just walk up to anybody and, like, be like, right. oh, hey, I know some with a stump. Let me touch your stump. Because right. that might get you some weird glances. <laughs> <laughs> just had to say that. <laughs> but you know that. We all know that. Right. Right. Yeah. There's uh, personal space. They, they, personal space. They may have a stump, but there's still a space bubble. Well, my partner, it's funny because like my partner, Allison, she's so used to stumps, obviously, um, because of, you know, dating me um, and I'm so comfortable with my body and stuff for her. Whenever she sees someone, someone with a stump, like an adult or a child, she has had to stop herself from running up to them Mm. and just like shaking their hand and just like getting in their face, being like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. She's like, oh, wait, hang on. Like rain it in, rain it in. (laughs) So it's uh. Yeah, people can forget, which is pretty lovely and cute. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I think someone had suggested on one of your comments of your video that uh, you should invite someone else on your show who is like in the Toronto or Ottawa area who mm-hmm. like 
yeah. had that interesting blog and I was reading like all the questions that random people will just ask her like oh, in a yeah. restaurant and a bar and I was like wow that's like crazy invasive oh like- yeah every <laughs> day every day at least I will get a random question or a bunch of random stares like it's just part of the mm-hmm. it's part of the daily life yeah yeah, and people all deal with it differently, you know. And yeah. depending on my mood, I will deal with deal with it differently. Like, you know, I might not have the the social energy to put up with it at the time if I'm having kind of a low day. Mm-hmm. And otherwise, I'm just like, yeah, cool, whatever. Let's let's do this, you know. Um, but generally, people are pretty rad, and I think that questions are awesome, especially from kids. I love answering questions. I love it when. You know, when when questions are coming from a place of respect, like they're it's super easy to talk about. Um, and I, and I love talking about my stump cause it's the best thing in the world to me, but also uh, on the flip side, I think like when people have questions about bodies and stumps and stuff like that, it's like, how much of that do you actually need to know? Like how much of that is going to actually affect our relationship? Like you and I can still be friends and you don't have to know my story. Yeah. Like, let me tell you on my own time or when I'm ready. And so that's something that I've learned like, and that I just want to put out there to caution folks is like, yeah, questions are cool, but like, do you really need to know the first, the first time you meet someone, their whole life history around like their body or their stump or whatever, like maybe not, maybe give it some time and let them, let them come to you. Right. Because they got to deal with questions all the time and it can be kind of tiring. (laughs) No, that's a really good point because I, (laughs) I think like, um, communication is really key in a lot of those things. Um, but at the same time, like if you're saying it to every person you meet, right? Yeah. Like, it's like a broken record. Yeah. yeah. Or even just like asking like, Hey, um, asking permission to ask a question, like, can I ask you about your arm or is that something you don't want to talk about right now? Like that's super rad. Like if people give you the space to talk about, like with you and diabetes, like, I think it's fair to say like, Hey, do you want to talk about that right now? Or have you, you know, do you want to like give it a pass? And then you can be like, no, I don't want to talk about it right now. Yeah. So it's just being respectful of people's boundaries and energy. So, yeah. Yeah. That's a good, good call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause there's like, um, ah, that's way off topic. I would never do that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what is, maybe we've already answered this, I don't know. Mm-hmm. What is the one kitchen item you can't live without? My stump. Your stump. Yeah. For okay. me, that's like a really awesome kitchen tool that I do uh, almost everything with. Sorry, I'll stop doing that with the cord. Is that making it robot-y no. sounding? No, 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 no. I just, I'm <laughs> laughing at your fidgeting. I'm playing with the cord. I'm fidgeting. I'm a fidgeter. Yeah. Um, I'd say stump number one and number two, probably my knives. Like mm-hmm. my, my chef knives are pretty fantastic so we are talking about it now and you're being very open yeah and i imagine like that's a really stupid question now that you've said all this but so no no such thing as a stupid question so if there was like you know 10 15 years from now like some miracle cure or Mm -hmm. grow a new hand or yeah you know some sort of awesome robotic technology you wouldn't be for it right because you just love who you are that's right i would not be for it yeah Mm -hmm. i wouldn't be against it for people that want to experience that for themselves but i would not be for it yeah i I do get that question actually relatively often like don't you wish you had another hand like don't you wish that your hand would grow and i'm like i had never thought about it like and quite honestly 
if I did spontaneously grow another hand right now, like I just had too much Kool-Aid or whatever, yeah, I would A, freak me out, but also it would get in the way. I'd probably cut it by accident. Mm -hmm. I would like sit on it. I wouldn't know what to do with it. It would like, I just, yeah, I just don't know. I don't know what I would do with all the, like, what do you, what, what do people do with 10 fingers? Mm -hmm. Like, I just don't know, you know? So, um, I think it it would be neat to try for a day. Like there, I, I went through a phase of life where I'd be like, I wonder what it would be like to be like, to have, uh, can I say dick on the show? Yeah. Great. Okay. I just did. I wonder what it'd be like (laughs) to have a dick, you know, like pee in the snow and yeah, same thing. Like it'd be neat to have two hands just for a day, you know, do whatever two handed people do. Um, but, uh, that's good. I'm like, I'm fine with, without having one, without having a hand. Yeah. I love it. I love having a stump so much. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Yeah. Usually yeah. it's referred to as the third leg, but it's another hand. I get it now. That's what the dick is. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. No. It's another hand. It's at uh, least an 11th finger, Chris. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Actually, no, it was just Alexis's way of saying, what a dick question you just asked. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, not, not at all. Not at all. I was going to give you my, I, uh, my Kickstarter, um, a Kickstarted fidget cube. And so I've been playing with this like oh, crazy. Oh, yeah. My partner wants one of these. Oh, so oh. much fun. I got to get one for her. Don't tell her. Yeah. Don't well. tell her I'm going to get this for her. It's okay. Like, you're <laughs> really good at editing your episodes and we're really slow at it. So. <laughs> <laughs> this will go up in July. Oh, uh, perfect. Awesome. 2018. Sweet. So. <laughs> Allie, I hope you like your uh, fidget cube <laughs> that I got for you weeks ago. Um, this is awesome. Yeah, it's so much fun. Um, so do you have like some kind of, uh, I feel like from watching your videos, like I could answer this too, but is there like a certain spice that you, there we go. Pardon me. There's a burp for you. <laughs> a certain spice you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love all the spices. What would be your guess? Like, do you have any guesses from watching a few that you think would be my favorite spice? Okay. Okay. No, I. Dun, dun, dun. I, I don't know if it, it was be a spice, but obviously you love yourself to get your stump in some lime. So oh yeah, I consider lime a spice for okay. sure. It's a, definitely a great seasoning thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, lime for days, definitely. Um, and then my new ish favorite thing is called Kalanamak, um, or black salt, and you can get it at different spice shops in the city. Ooh, and it's the best thing. So it it is salt that um, it's not actually black. It's like a kind of a pinky white color tastes just like eggs. So for me, I'll have like gluten-free toast, vegan butter, like a sliced avocado with a bit of Kalanamak on it. And it's like having scrambled eggs on toast in the morning. It's amazing. And you can make like vegan egg salad, um, vegan deviled eggs I've made. I saw a really awesome recipe by, um, uh, Jasmine Kaita, she's another um, like YouTuber, and she has this awesome um, vegan deviled egg thing. And yeah, Kalanamak is the best. I highly recommend giving it a try. It's like eating eggs that are in salt form. I don't know. It's pretty rad. How do I even spell that? K-A-L-A-N-A-M-A-K. Kalanamak. Nice. Yeah, it's so yeah. nice. Now I can put it in the show notes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Instead of 
searching for days. Like, it'll change your life. It'll change your life. Do, 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 do. So good. It's like the Stump Kitchen song, but not really. Yeah, you want to sing it for me? Ready? Hold on. Two, three. <laughs> stump Kitchen, Stump Kitchen. Gluten free, vegan eats, and stumptastic treats. Yeah. You don't even need the theme. You should have seen his face, everyone. It was so great. I tried. It was so cute. Paul, we kind of missed you on that. That's okay, though. Yeah, sorry. I won't. It's all good. I won't hold it against you. (laughs) He's on that two-second delay with Skype. That's all. Oh, mm, gotcha. It's all good. That's why he doesn't talk much. Mm. Because we're we're taking it all from him. Mm. He he wants to like interject, but like when we're talking, he can't. It's like a walkie-talkie. Oh, neat. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. Cool. I'm messing. You really got me there. No, you just got because you because there is no delay for you guys. Um it it usually works better if I just let the conversation flow and then jump in if I have the cool. opportunity. Like nice. I just did. Hi mm. everybody. It's Paul. Hello. Yeah, Paul, do you have any questions or burps to to add because uh, we have been usurping the conversation? I I, I don't. Uh, Tina was okay. in here with me listening for a little while and she added a few burps. Um, but I nice. I think I had the mute switch down. So good, good. Yeah, the mute switch rocks. <laughs> I had to remember that I had one as well. So um, so my next kitchen question. Yeah. Serious business now. Serious business. Serious business. Obviously. Iron skillet or no iron skillet? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. I don't currently own one, but my partner has two. So whenever I'm in Saskatchewan cooking with her, we use them and they're just so fantastic. And sometimes when we go camping, we'll bring one. Heavy, but it's uh, definitely <laughs> worth it. But no, I don't have one and I, I would like one. Yeah. I would really like one. Yeah, nice. We recently bought one. Yeah, heavy. It mm. always annoys me. I'm so like, heavy. I am man. Why can I not lift this with one hand? Like, <laughs> you know? because no one can. I know. It's like Thor's. <laughs> Thor's yeah. skillet. Yeah. yeah, it's like your daily workout when you just make your breakfast. Yeah, but no, they're they're good tools. They're good tools. But I got like I've got um some like uh, titanium made in Germany uh pot, like a, a set of nice. pat, pans that I got uh, about two years ago. Um, and, uh, yeah, like the only thing I spend money on my, in my life is kitchen stuff is food, (laughs) knives, kitchen tools. That is it. Like I, I get my clothes mostly secondhand now, like all, like it's just the kitchen stuff. And I'm totally okay with that fact. Like that is why, yeah, it's just such a good thing to spend your money on Mm -hmm. if you're able. Um, that's Paul's story too. Like his whole family's on welfare so he can buy audio equipment. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I, I, it's not quite that, but. (laughs) it's <laughs> following your passion i get it yeah yeah yeah. um you keep you keep remember okay many 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 moons ago actually pre-podcast when paul was doing a show called i like juice uh, <laughs> juice uh, is good <laughs> yes paul um i think it was just like your birthday or i just wanted to thank you for always having me on the show and i bought you that stylophone Yes, I remember this. So so I've been meaning to be more creative, and I have some little pocket synths that I've been kind of playing with. And then also I have one of those stylophones that is on my desk here because I wanted to play around and make stuff. <laughs> and so um, Alexis keeps eyeing it. 
Is that that? Oh my gosh, yeah. that thing is so neat. I just want to touch it. Yes, I noticed that because you're a fidgeter. I think if it has batteries. So then you use the pen to make the music with the... Yeah, you see? You got it? <laughs> Stop kitchen. Stop kitchen. Just kidding. <laughs> And then I think there's. Okay, I'm back in into reality. Here. And then those little switches, like yeah? that little switch there, changes what the sound is. Oh, so maybe it wasn't all the way over at one. Oh, maybe it's just angry. There you go. Like piano keyboard. Holy shit, that's amazing. You gotta put that put that far away from me, my friend. Wow. I thought you would like that because you kept like, what is this weird thing? Yeah, like, and I didn't know like it was musical. And I'm super like musical, as you know. I'm supposed to be in choir practice right now. <laughs> Hashtag sorry, choir. <laughs> you so, uh, and you rock the ukulele? How long have you been playing that? Mm-hmm, a couple of years now. I played guitar since I was like 15. And okay. then my friend uh, taught me the ukulele a little while ago. And then I got one. And yeah, it's amazing. Great you instrument. have one ukulele or you have more than one now? I have one ukulele okay. and two guitars. Ah, nice. yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to get some more ukuleles. They're just brilliant instruments. Do you play? I, I have one and I, I took... a guitar there. That's uh, my uh, partner's, but I have uh, a ukulele. <gasps> and I, uh, I took lessons and then... Um, yeah, like, uh, like you've been talking about, I've been dealing with ups and downs. Yeah. And so... You know, part of that issue for me is like everything has to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And so you. if I don't have time to play it, I won't pick it up because I won't be good. Right. Yeah. Like, and so I remember when I was learning the ukulele, like just like that kind of musical therapy, like mm. even if it was bad, like I was feeling good. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's fun. And so I keep looking at it going, just pick it up and play. But, you know, like there's still that like sort of dark passenger or whatever in my head saying totally. you're going to be terrible. Yeah, totally. And you can't force that shit. Like, yeah. But the ukulele will find you when it's time. <laughs> yeah. It's such a happy instrument, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to know, like, how do you store your recipes? Like, in Like in my brain? Or, or like, oh. <laughs> um, do you have a cookbook or are mm, you like just one of these internet people or? Yeah, mostly. Um, I probably should write them down, like the ones that I make, but I don't. I just, I guess now I have video, ed, video yeah. um, capture of them. But um, yeah, I just like find stuff or they'll be in the books that I have. I have a lot of cookbooks in my mm-hmm. kitchen and uh, or I'll look on the internet. Um, but and often they just kind of come from making shit up in my brain. And But I should maybe write them down. That's a good, a good point. But I'm not that organized, so... <laughs> No, I I was just curious because it's like, um, it is one of those things like, uh, like everything else, like you have information at your fingertips because of your smartphone. So like you don't need to store these things anymore. Like I I was using like Evernote for recipes, but it's just like. I'll just go to that webpage again. Like, yeah, know, like, exactly. Yeah. Well, so. my mom has a <clears throat> recipe box and I've used a couple of those. I veganized a couple of the recipes that she has in her recipe mm-hmm. box, which are really cute. Or like my grandma's um, like gingerbread cookie recipe. Like we've made that vegan and gluten free at, at the holidays and stuff. Um, so, yeah, I have gone old school a couple of times and 
made copies and done my scratch like substitutions in there and um that's worked out really well that'd be actually cool i could make a couple of zines with like different recipes in it or something yeah going on a tangent yeah no no project. that's good that's good a new project yeah it's um yeah it's one of those things like uh i feel like i would like it better if i started using index cards or something rather than just like digital there's yeah. something about being able to scratch it off or even like, you know, when you find like my mom gave me a recipe. She's listening. Hi, mom. Um, Hi, mom. <laughs> I, I think actually my mom's listening, too. She's in Winnipeg right now. Hey, nice. mom. How's it going? Say hi to grandma. I love you so much. <laughs> nice. Um, we love you, grandma. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, but my mom, like she gave me a recipe that I asked for and like she just photocopied it for me. But like on the photocopy is like the stains from the kitchen yeah. right? like, Aww, like, so she, nice. like from things that she has cooked and stuff so baked yeah and that's yeah. so great like all the stories and like yeah i think writing things down having a physical copy is nice because um i don't know how you experience your ups and downs but for me um one of my things with depression has been um a loss of memory like I, I can't hold information yeah. very well and so having it written down and seeing that the steps and instruction has been very important and helpful there's a couple of things i can do from memory but most of the time i'll need to see it written down and follow mm-hmm. it to the t otherwise it's just gone <laughs> yeah yeah well no i found like an interesting thing my mom says hi she's in the chat room oh, hi. there's a chat room <laughs> yeah oh my gosh <laughs> Amazing. There's not too many people there today. Just mom, it looks like. We had Sweet. jam in there, but then we said dick. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> Sorry for all the swears, mom. <laughs> yeah. No, it's okay. Okay. Great. Um, no, but uh, for um, for me, because I do some writing, like freelance and stuff, but uh, one of the things that I had to work through um, for me was like um, having a lot of anxiety about things that I need to do. Like I need to get together some questions for Alexis mm-hmm. when she comes over. I need mm-hmm. to do all this stuff and yep. like it just piles up and overwhelms me. Yeah. And um, so what I started doing was this thing called morning pages and I wrote about it on awkwardhuman.com. But like every morning I would get up and like just do two or three pages of just a free write. Mm. just whatever comes to my mind like mm-hmm. oh wasn't it fun to see alexis and oh you know like i should really stop itching that scab in my elbow <laughs> you know just like a crazy free write yeah, yeah. to get all the anxiety out and maybe i use the last page for like you know what i need to do today is i need to have those questions done for the podcast and oh i need to run to the store because we're having people over on friday and oh well i mean it's I can do that tomorrow morning. Like, you know, once I get all on the paper and see what's really a priority to me, then it eases me. Yeah. But what, one of the things I learned from that is that, um, we type too fast. Mm. So when you're like typing something on your computer, Mm -hmm. um, you type too fast that your brain can't keep up. But Hmm. if you're actually physically writing with a pen and paper or pencil, Like you, it'll come out easier. And I was like, when I, once I figure that out, I like, now I do a lot of my writing online on paper first. That's so awesome. It feels stupid to have to retype it, but I'm just like, oh, I can keep up with myself this way. Right. Cause like you said, you just lose it. It's just gone. Yeah. So that's so true. Yeah. Writing stuff down is kind of like cathartic. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. Like it just kind of gets your the whirling thoughts, whatever they are onto 
But sometimes getting to the writing is the hard part. Like mm-hmm. to actually like oh, yeah. physically pick up a pen. Like I'm very bad at at that. That's not in my practice. But when you do it, it can be so helpful. Yeah, and doing like like I've been challenged lately to do the positive things rather than write out the ugly things so yeah. that I can forget them. To write the positive things is five times harder. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's true. But uh, is there? I was wondering, like, as you are vegan mm-hmm. and gluten free, mm-hmm. is there a recipe that you are you still haven't found? Oh, wow. Great question. Um, you know, I, okay. So I, I miss hot dogs and I, there are a couple recipes floating around in the world on the interwebs about like, uh, vegan gluten-free hot dogs made with like marinated cooked carrots and all these things. And I, I don't trust them. I haven't (laughs) tried them yet, but I just don't trust a hot dog that's made out of a carrot. Um, so I, I, Finding a good hot dog bun is has been I haven't found that yet gluten free nor have I made one and then finding a good like hot dog substitute that doesn't have gluten in it that is also vegan um, so that would be like my ultimate dream is to find that or create it or something so it's in the back of my head hmm yeah cool well yeah. now everyone who's listening is like yeah part of the army to help totally you find, it. find me that gluten-free vegan hot dog let's do it together yeah you got this mom yeah <laughs> <laughs> she will yeah, totally she will do it uh, she makes her own yogurt so oh my gosh yeah yeah great she's got this nice. thanks mom <laughs> um so you would ask me what I want to see on the show. Yeah. And um, that's a great question for sure. Because mm-hmm. I usually do what people ask, which is I shouldn't probably advertise that. But <laughs> if a friend says, hey, what about blah, blah, blah? I'm like, yeah, that's, I can do that. Let's do it. And uh, it usually happens. So so let's see. What, what do you want to see? That's a good question. I don't know because I'm such a sweet tooth. But uh Mm-hmm. I am eager to try the smashed potatoes because oh, it's I so love good, it's so good, so good. Um, but my spouse, I was writing questions, and I was like, "Do you have any questions?" <clears throat> and uh, you just met her earlier, yeah. And she was like, "Anything peanut butter?" Because she loves peanut butter. <gasps> so yeah, she's like, and I was like, "Anything?" And she's like, "I have a chili recipe that has peanut butter in it." So shut up. And I was like, "Okay, I'll just ask it." It's so, true, yeah. I. I I love peanut butter. I cook with it often. In fact, the pad thai recipe that you made that's on the show, um, the next time I made it just for regular cooking, um, I threw peanut butter in. I think because I was cooking with my friend and she was like, let's put peanut butter in. I was like, okay. And it was like it opts it to the next level. Like, oh. no joke. So, like, put some peanut butter in. It's going to be, oh, it's so good. Um, one of the earliest episodes I made um, peanut butter almost like peanut butter cups with my oh, friend. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we, there's no tasting part of that video because she had to go. And so we had to cut filming early. Everyone's like, how do they taste? They tasted fantastic. So mm. good. So that was a really lovely, um, lovely one. And actually that one is good for sugar because you can put as little or as much um, maple right. s- syrup in it too. So it doesn't need to be as as sweet and it tastes really tasty. Um and then just like good old peanut butter on toast is pretty much like a standard in my in my house in the morning. I'll just slather it on and just, yeah. So my partner made this thing once when she was visiting me. 
And we've had it here as well because it's so good. And I can't remember where. I'm sure she got it online, but I don't remember the uh, name of it. Yeah. But it's like a kind of like a peanut butter French toast. But I don't think there's eggs because, well, she's vegetarian, so she would eat it. But it's like a peanut butter and cinnamon like breakfast like toast. Whoa. With like brown sugar. It's like this. Sounds amazing. Oh my gosh, it's so good that like <laughs> now whenever I do just peanut butter and toast in my morning breakfast, I'll just drop a little cinnamon on there and because of the diabetes from stevia and I'm like, yeah, this is delicious. Wow, <laughs> that's incredible. I, sh- I should give that a try. Yeah, yeah. Sounds really good. Um, swapping recipes. Yeah, for sure. That's how we do on Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> So I wanted to ask you, what are your, what are some of your favorite YouTube channels or people's? Good question. Um, people always ask me this and I can never think of it on the spot, but when I'm at home and I'm watching YouTube, I'm like, oh yeah, this, 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 this. So I'll probably like send you all of the links after the fact. Cool. Um, but I, let's see, what do I watch lately? Okay. I just, I just found a new one and I'm, I don't know her name. So there's a couple of really awesome YouTube channels of like, um, women who are missing a limb, like an arm or a leg. Oh, okay. Um, that I've just recently discovered again, can't think of the names because they're all quite new, but they're, they're pretty funny, pretty rad. Um, some in different languages and, um, hot for food is really rad. Like they've Mm -hmm. got a beautiful kitchen and then they're really fun to watch. Um, I think probably the first YouTube show I ever watched was My Drunk Kitchen with Hannah Hart. Like, she was probably the first, um, yeah, like, she got me into YouTube, and I was like, you're the fucking funniest, oh, my God. Um, And probably was, like, an inspiration for, like, like, she showed me that, like, you can do a cooking show, and it doesn't need to be perfect. So that's probably where that came from, too. And what else? Yeah, there's there's so there's so many that I'm just not I cannot recall right now, but I watch YouTube a lot. And oh, like um there's a couple like smaller channels that are really sweet that I really like. Um uh well Liv's Healthy Life, like she's getting quite big, but like um her recipes are fantastic and she does a really good job. And uh Jasmine Kaita has like the sweetest recipes. She's like a really small YouTube channel from Winnipeg. Just the like we're YouTube friends. I just love mm-hmm. her so much. But she's the one with the really awesome um deviled egg recipe that everybody mm. needs to try. Like it's vegan and it tastes so good. Like I'm it's amazing. Um so yeah, it really ranges in my uh in my day what I watch. Nice. I know you wanna go. So uh what's uh what's the future plans? Any, any sneaks you can give us? <laughs> well, um, there's going to be not really too many sneaks I can give away other okay. than the fact that there are lots of stumps coming up. Lots of oh. double stump magic. More cool. stumps in the future. More little kid stumps. Uh, more fun recipes. There's going to be like, depending on how quickly I reach my Patreon goals, um, there's going to be some really intense weird, funny, extra um, videos that I'm going to be filming that don't all include cooking. Oh, there's going to be a stump cake. So um, when I hit 100 patron- patrons on Patreon, they voted and I have to make a giant stump-shaped cake. So that is yet to come, and I'm kind of scared but also really excited about that. Um, so, yeah, there's a couple of fun things coming up in the future. 
So are you going to go literal and like do like a tree stump or are you going to do like your stump? My stump for sure. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Definitely. I have some ideas. Um, I won't give them all away, but I will, uh, yeah, you know, kind of fine. think about how I'm going to put that together. I still don't really know, but I'm excited to see how it, how it goes. I will I will connect you with mom because okay, great. she made me all kinds of crazy birthday cakes oh, when I was a nice. kid. Oh, so nice. Yeah, I need the help. So. I had like, I think like the most shapely one. Well, there's two. Like, shapely. Yeah, like, <laughs> well, I was just thinking like making like a strange shape. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, good. I just called your stump a strange shape. But, it, uh, it is a strange shape. <laughs> it is a very strange shape. Like, this is a strange shape and it's part of my body. Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah totally fair <laughs> but uh yeah she made me like a cake with like a treasure chest on it so she made a Ooh. treasure chest shaped cake and she made one with a car on it too but oh, i think nice. she might have probably just now that i think about it and i'm an adult supposedly she probably <laughs> just made like a square cake and then like cut it you know like to yeah make yeah, it. yeah yeah <laughs> so. exactly but uh, yeah, I can pass you on to to moms, and she can uh, tell you that'd be great how to make some weird things. Um, cool. So, do you have like it's like the podcast thing? Do you have anything to like promote or plug? Well, just uh, just Stump Kitchen. I'd love to see you on YouTube. Like, check out the show, and if you like what you see, then you can subscribe and give me suggestions for recipes and give me stump bumps, and then. You know, of course, like uh, this is, you know, what I meant to do with my life. And so if you believe in the work, then you can support on Patreon if you want, you know, but no pressure. That and is awesome. it um, YouTube? Is it stump underscore kitchen? Or uh, it... No, it's just YouTube.com slash stump kitchen. OK, all one word. Yeah. All right. uh, but Same I'm on Instagram, Patreon. too. Yeah. And then um, it's uh, Patreon. It's Patreon.com slash Stump Kitchen. And then I'm on Facebook and Twitter and all those things, right. too. So lots of ways to share the stump love for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, cool. And uh, Food Network hasn't called yet. No, I'm I'm waiting. Okay. I'm still waiting. They that's haven't awesome. called yet, but that's okay. It's, it's all, I'm having fun over here exactly. in my little corner of the world. <laughs> yeah, if it becomes work, you know. Like, then it's yeah, gonna, yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you can still, like, if you can, like, sustain yourself with, like, the joy of doing what you love, oh, mm -hmm. my gosh. I'm just going to keep riding that wave as long as I can. Heck, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Um, yeah, and uh, you probably, uh, where can people find you, Paul? <laughs> Where can people find me? They can find Where me. Where are you, um, Paul, in the Midwest? Yeah. Uh, they can find me at uh, padizio.com, P-A-D-I-Z-I-O.com, or uh, on Twitter at Paul D. Uh, or I have a new micro blog, uh, pauld.micro.blog, oh, which probably has like two posts on it. But yeah. Because it's a tiny blog. Because it's a tiny blog. <laughs> and I only put tiny things on it. Tiny things. Nice. That's awesome. You could maybe find me sometime at sickdays.me, but uh, yeah, I've been taking a social media diet kind of a thing for a while to, for some mental health stuff, and maybe I'll post uh, that soon on Save This Dot Space because uh, I kind of want to explain myself. So yeah, um, that's the show. I really, really want to thank Alexis for coming and doing it. Thanks it so much time. for having me. Yeah, this was such a lovely thing to do. So, And thank you for listening. Those of mm -hmm. you who are listening live, mom and My Alexis. mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Winnipeg. <laughs> and, um, 
And those of you listening in the future. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and we usually end the show with this terribly cheesy thing that I made up. I'm ready. It's, uh, well, I'm going to change it, but I, I will tell you because you oh, okay. probably haven't heard it before. That's cool. I listen. I watch your show, but you don't have to listen to mine. Whatever. I uh, <laughs> just kidding. I have. I have. No, I'm just teasing you. <laughs> No, I usually end the show with uh, when life gives you potatoes, make poutine. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. But I'm going to say tonight, uh, when life gives you potatoes, make crispy smash potatoes a la Stump Kitchen. Yeah. they're awesome. They are so good. Thanks, everyone. Good night. Good night. Good night. <laughs>